news, commentary, technology, preparedness, and pop culture. From Nashville, Tennessee, the home of hot chicken. I'm Jess, the straight Christian conservative one. And I'm Chris, a gay Buddhist libertarian. We will explore today's issues with opposing viewpoints. And feature guests with incredible or unique stories. We may th- see things differently. But in the end, this is Still, still love, love You, Bro. bro. gummit. Why is that the second episode where my tongue just decided to go the wrong way? Tongue tied. You're not reading off a script. I'm not. I've never read off a, the first episode. I read off a script. I know. That's why. I, I, I don't even know what to say. This show is all natural, just so you know. We We're don't just all read out from scripts. Here. Yeah. We actually thought about doing a recorded intro, but I mean, it's not fun. It's it's a part of the show. It gets us in the mood. Like I was just sitting here super tired and like, Ugh, I just want to go to bed. But as soon as the intro starts, it just kind of puts us in the in the mood of we know what to do. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like muscle memory after that. So Except for your tongue, apparently. Apparently. I'm losing the tip of my tongue. I got to re-exercise it and still love you, bro. Cat got your tongue? Chris, how are you today? You know what? I'm great. I had a had a great Halloween. I hope our listeners did. I was really excited about our Halloween episodes. Uh, the special episode was great. Uh, the interview with uh, Adam Ginsberg was great. Um, it was just a super Halloween. I, I it love was Halloween. Really good. I yeah, agree. We had a lot of listener feedback on that episode, and um, uh, people loved them both. So we will certainly try to break the monotony of news commentary uh, and have have guests like that. Chloe and I had our first Halloween at our new house. You've been building up the story about this projection Halloween. Yes. And I will I, you sent me a video of this and I'm going to say I'm I'm right impressed. You know, I was very unsure if I was actually going to be able to accomplish it or not, but eventually I just decided to actually put my money where my mouth was and buy the freaking projectors and uh i don't regret it one bit it turned out really really cool um and we were actually standing outside greeting all the trick-or-treaters and most people were like wow look at that those are so cool how'd you do that until our cat decided to come and steal the show um if if, those of you that are friends with us on like instagram and our personal pages you'll probably find a video of us like oh look at this awesome thing but all the trick-or-treaters are like oh is that a real cat in the window (laughs) our cat bogey decided to go and sit and perch in one of the windows where we had like um light shooting up and like pulsating red red pulsating light so they were like at first they thought that it was a prop and then she like would turn her head and look at them (laughs) <laughs> so they were all freaked out about like that. There were literally there were some kids that didn't even look at the projections. They were literally just looking at our cat, being like, "Is, is that, that a real cat? <laughs> oh my goodness!" I'm gonna say two things about your display. Number one, our listeners have no clue like what you put together and what went into that so quickly. Like two Raspberry Pis synchronizing video in rear projection into Windows. And number two. I really need to question your neighbors because you had <laughs> realistic looking flames coming out your windows and there was not a single fire engine called that night. Well, I had several people joke about that. There was one uh, set of folks that drove by that actually live in the neighborhood really close and they they shouted, fire engines are on the way when they <laughs> and they drove by. They didn't come, but I think I think it was it was pretty cool looking, but it was um, it was unrealistic enough. I think that it I'm sure if you looked at it afar, you might like question um, Next year, add a smoke machine, then they'll really call. I'll, I'll try to figure something out. Maybe light a bonfire in my backyard. He was trying to this year. He was trying to add the smoke machine. It just was a little bit too much. Yeah, I just didn't have time. No such too thing much to do. too much. Well, we'll yeah. see. Just wait till next year. Yeah. I've got another plan. You can buy our house so. next year, Grant. If I can find where it is. Chris, yeah, how was your Halloween at uh, Casa de Chris? You know, it was it was very uneventful. Uh, our kid is grounded, so he couldn't go oh. out. And, yeah, so no candy for him. Boo. Uh, so we don't we don't get trick or treaters out here. No, uh, so I just read some scary stories and listen. Yeah, yeah, the 
kind of walked outside and uh, thought about the uh, meat pockets falling from the ceiling yeah. or from the sky. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good story from Alan there. So. I actually did some digging on that on Google. Yeah, uh, and I found three references to it on different different websites. Hmm. But, yeah. Well, I'm sure there is some validity to it. Just the actual explanation will will forever lie in mystery. You know, yes, it sounds very much. Um, probable except a few questions about what it is where it came from how it got there and you know all the other facts and stuff right all the things that actually no, those are important mean something. Though. Yeah. right yeah so chris Fake uh news. you Fake news yeah <laughs> so you got a topic uh today you told me about earlier so i've actually got several things so why don't you just uh bring up what you what you brought well yeah i, I knew you would you would um want to talk about it because we've talked about it before but i, I saw a news post that um I guess the um, the FDA or not FDA, but the federal government is basically days away, quote, from releasing the guidance for large industries over 100 employees um, to start requiring vaccination or um, have a program in place for testing. Um, right. And that and, and the quote, and I keep saying quote because they literally said it's just days away. So. Uh, it sounds like that is that is really coming down the pike. I guess we'll see. Um, you know, at this point, I'm not as mad because I've just kind of accepted the fact that this is my life now. Well, and, now uh, here's what's interesting, too. Let me say this. You either have to get vaccinated or you can get tested weekly, plus you have to wear a mask in the office. That my, was also in that recommend in that article. My company actually already requires masks and um you know it's here nor there whether or not we actually abide by that but um that is in their policy so I suppose they're helping themselves avoid liability because they say well we require all employees to wear masks whether or not they're vaccinated. So that's not going to change much. Obviously um if here's the thing. Obviously they're giving the employee employers a a out if they don't want to just flat out mandate vaccines, they say, well, you can you can mandate vaccines or you can allow your employees to test regularly if they don't want to get the vaccine. How many uh, companies are going to implement that? Because that's a huge draw on resources. They have to have some sort of way to track every test. I mean, they have to have um, they have to have the time to pay the employees to go take the test. You know, they're going to have to compensate them in some way. In the rest of the world, if you take a test, you can't go and do anything until you get the results back. Yeah. yeah. So every Monday morning, do you have to go take a test and you're not allowed to come back to work until the results come back? Yeah. That, I, mean, I mean, are you getting a rapid test and where that's the results gonna, are supposedly not as reliable? Think about that, too. The draw on the system from the tests. I mean, how slow are tests going to end up being, uh, you know, if if all of a sudden, most people have to go take this test every day. And Weekly. I was most people, I mean, yeah, most people don't, most people probably have gotten the vaccine, but for those of us that stand on some principle or just don't want to get it for other reasons, um, they, uh, we're going to be stuck. And, you know, I'm less doomsday, like I'm less, this is the end of my career kind of thing, because um, the state legislature actually convened for a special session regarding uh, all the COVID-19 related topics. And, and for our the, listeners out of state that we're talking about the, the Tennessee state, state of Tennessee. Yeah. So um, they convened and they have put forward several bills. Um, now, Tennessee is a right to work state, which means that employers can fire you for whatever reason or no reason at all. And they face no recourse. Now, that um, that has benefits as far as what I believe is a conservative, whereas, you know, companies can select their workers freely. They don't have to give a proper reason for letting someone go. 
Um, but now I'm on the other end of that as an employee being like, I think the reason they're having to fire me is stupid, uh, but I still can't sue about it. So yeah, here's the there solution. Is a, there's a flip side of that too, yeah. because, uh, you know, it, it would suck being uh, fired for your personal beliefs or, you know, your sexuality. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and that's, that's the, um, that's the other side, right? And that's something I've never been subjected to. So it, it, it's, it's weird being on the side of the persecuted all of a sudden, <laughs> you know. So um, changes yeah, your outlook a little it bit. It does. It does, especially on some of these laws. Um, but uh, what the Tennessee state legislature has put uh, put up uh, for uh, as a bill, I don't know if it's uh, anywhere near being finished yet. Um, but essentially, they have made. They have essentially said employers cannot require you to disclose your vaccination status. And if they fire you for refusing to disclose your vaccination status, you're eligible for unemployment immediately. Oh, so it's not that they could, can't fire you. They can still fire you if you don't, right. even though they can't ask you for it. I don't think there's any legal recourse get, to the employer. But though. you can That's get the thing. unemployment. Right. So it's like normally if you got fired, you likely would not qualify for unemployment in the state of Tennessee if you get fired. Now, if you right. get laid off, yeah, obviously. But if you get fired, you don't. So this is giving a little bit of safety for people like me who might get fired um, for, refu- well, I don't want to say refusing to get the vaccine because now my my uh, uh, my better thing to do would be just to refuse to disclose whether what my vaccine status is. Um, so for it's not hard though for anybody that knows no, you to know. knows me personally knows, but at the, but you know legally I'm not going to disclose it to my employer. Therefore, if they fire me for not dis- for not telling them my vaccination status, then I am covered by unemployment sentences. It's not it's not that I want to be unemployed, right? But it it, it saves me from being like, man, how am I going to make rent for the next few months? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Right? I don't know if you've ever seen what an em- unemployment check is, but. Yeah, you're still not going to make rent. Well, I mean, it's not a situation you want to be in, though. It's, no, that's the sad thing. of course not. And that is, that is sad. You know, it's you already know all my all the listeners know um, my opinion. I think it is um, anti democratic. I think it is um, very authoritarian, and um, I, I, I even want to compare it to um, past extremely dangerous and and uh, murderous authoritarian governments and fascist governments to require a medical treatment. Um, uh, to work and to exist. Um, I, I don't like that at all. I think it's abhorrent. And I've made clear that I have nothing against the vaccine. I think it's safe and effective. And I honestly probably would have taken it had Joe Biden not said, you have to get it. And so I'm saying, uh, as we will talk about later, let's go, Brandon. And I'm not going to take it. Uh, I'm not going to disclose whether I took it or not. Um, wink, wink. So that's kind of what I think of that. Um, I... Yeah, you're going to tell us about that later, I hope, because I saw this big news article where a pilot said, let's go, Brandon, over the I saw uh, intercom, that, yeah. and they're doing a big investigation. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, this is so well, dumb. that seems Excessive. not hurtful at all, and I didn't know anything about it, so I hope you fill us in on that. I'm going to right now, actually. So um, let's just jump straight to that, because I had a couple other stories that we can follow up afterwards, but because we've segued so nicely, let's jump into Let's Go Brandon. That was a good segue. That was a good segue. So essentially, there was a NASCAR race quite a quite a while ago that was the beginning of October. and um, NASCAR. NASCAR race. And this guy named Brandon Brown, um, he is a NASCAR racer, and he won the race, Talladega. The Xfinity 500, I think it is, um, or he won the Xfinity series, that is. 
And of course, he's very excited. And uh, there is a news interview uh, where he's talking to a reporter, and he's he's just finished his victory lap, and he's on the uh, on the part of the uh, right next to of, of the track, right next to the finish line. And if you, we've got a clip of it. Uh, and just to warn you, if you have children listening, this is the time to um, to cover their ears for just a moment. We are going to allow some wordy dirds on the air. So, Chris, if you would, uh, if you don't mind, play that track. This is the interview. Oh my God! It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you She's so clueless. Oh my gosh! I, I, okay, listeners, if you couldn't tell, um, the crowd is not chanting "Let's go, Brandon." What? Um, wow, I know. I thought they were. It certainly had the same cadence. It's very clear, though, that they're they're saying "F Joe Biden." I didn't hear it till the end. And uh, we've got a shorter clip if you want to hear the last part. There, um, this is what they're saying. Just in case you didn't understand. Let's go, Brandon. She obviously changes it. Now there's, there's she been is debate. A meme. Is this a this is a meme now, right? This is a meme. Okay. And this it is, is like it's this not is oh, the sorry. king of memes. This is literally the top most popular thing on the planet right now, as far as memes go. Because, Let's go, Brandon. Because um, this obviously is hilarious. Because it, I think, for conservatives, it kind of exposes the whole what we what we see is the media covering for Joe Biden. Now, obviously, maybe she actually misheard the crowd and thought they were chanting "Let's go, Brandon." That's that's a total possibility. It's just so hilariously clear in the track that they're saying "F Joe Biden." That when she says "Let's go, Brandon," that's just that that's just absolutely ridiculous and, and we think she could have an in-ear monitor as well that's true there could be people talking to her who knows? i'm not saying that she's like you know one of the one of the government and she's trying to cover for joe biden or why would she cover for joe she's biden she's also on race? live tv and she and can't realizing it, yeah. that no people are saying that in the background kind of like those news reporters where they're doing live shows and the people run up behind them like naked yeah. and try to get in the shot she's probably realizing that bad words are happening behind her so she's trying to divert and it was a who masterful knows? cover it was sure. a very masterful cover um but well, it's not cover anymore it's a meme now now she's out there. Oh, you know, it's actually ascended um, higher than a meme status, Chris. Yeah, I don't know like if you know this. Meme. So, no, just 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 wait. Um, a few weeks later, Adele's album, her new single, dropped, right? And it was number one on Spotify for several days. Then this random rapper on YouTube created a song called Let's Go Brandon, <laughs> where he tears apart Joe Biden and his administration and the COVID, specifically the COVID-19, like forcing people to be vaccinated, tears him apart. And this is a clean song, so maybe we can end up playing it at some point. But um, he, it is uh, number one on Spotify right now, above Adele. And there, <laughs> wow. are, there are two other Let's Go Brandon songs that are not as clean that take up the number two and the number three spot. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Wow. Dead serious. And so now, let's go, Brandon. Obviously, has taken the United States by storm, probably the world, because awesome. everyone now. Because, like, let's let's be honest. Most conservatives are, well, conservative. They're not at least the ones that I know. The ones when they talk out in public, they're not as vulgar usually as the left. And so, telling saying "f the president" is not a common thing. To people to chant. Um, that's that, I would say that's more common for like when the, in the Trump area, the left people would would chant, you know, "F 
Trump or, or, you know, all that stuff. So this has become a rallying call where, you know, everyday white collar or, or, or blue collar conservatives can say uh, F Joe Biden without actually saying F Joe Biden. They can just say, let's go Brandon. And everybody's like, ah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, let's go Brandon. You know what's coming next? The CIA can probably investigate you when you add any kind of verb in front of the president. Yep. So, oh, well, you know, blank the president and they will investigate you. So now if you encode it and say, let's go, Brandon, can you imagine like being at your kid's uh, soccer game and, you know, cheering him on? Let's go, Brandon. All of a sudden the Secret Service come in. You want to do what to the president? Well, now, <laughs> as you mentioned earlier, I'm just going to pull this um uh, article up. Yeah, that it's in the Mile High Club. I yeah. mean, let's go Brandon a mile high, right? Well, now, like, obviously, now we know from several episodes back, we know that there's something weird going on with pilots right now, where most of the airlines are requiring vaccinations for their pilots and firing them. Lots of pilots have lost their jobs. Lots of airline staff have lost their jobs. And uh, they're not happy. And the airline union is resisting. They're suing the government because of these uh, mandates. So it's not that far-fetched for pilots to hate Joe Biden right now. So apparently, um, one of the, uh, one of, one of a Southwest airline flight, one of the pilots, um, said the phrase and let's go Brandon in one of their announcements. And, uh, there is now a investigation going on, uh, I guess to bury this pilot, um, and uh, I, I think it's hilarious that now it is being – there's an investigation. Who dares say, uh, let's go, Brandon? Uh, <laughs> you know? I have a question. Yeah. What if yeah. your son plays soccer and his name is Brandon? What are you supposed to yell yeah. now? Well, I, mean, well, I guess if you're let's a pilot go, like, oh. explaining <laughs> – Let's go, know, Brandon. Oh. If we make a hard landing the in the name. water, you need to encourage everybody to get off. And if the person in front of you happens to be named Brandon, just don't yell, let's go, Brandon, because you might get in trouble. Um, there was actually a TikTok today that I saw of a guy that went to Target. He went up to the employees like, hey, I need you to page somebody. I'm looking for them and I can't find them. So like say it out loud in the store. He goes, okay, what's his name? He says, let's go, Lezo. And he goes, okay. And he's like, what's the last name? He said, uh, Brandon. <laughs> and the Target employee had no idea. He goes, Lezo Brandon, we need you at the uh, front of Target. Your friend's looking for you. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, that's funny. No, it's um, funny. Saturday, I did the event both of y'all are aware of, and they kept coming up to me asking me to play a song Let's called go, Let's Go, Brandon. Yes. And I didn't know the ref- reference yet. Like, yep. I didn't look at the news or anything like that. And it's an anti-Joe Biden song. You've got, if you can go listen to it, it's I almost not, it's played not it a, a... No, but I almost played it at a party. Well, it's not, but it's not vulgar. That's the funny thing is there's no, well, maybe, there's no, what if he can't, what if he came up on the vulgar one? Uh, who he knows? There is them. several vulgar ones, but the, the top one, which is, I think is the best one and makes a big political statement is not vulgar, but back to the pilot thing. Um, uh, apparently, and here's, here's what's hilarious. This is from time magazine. I'm reading their article on it. And I just want to read this, this part to, because I think it's hilarious. So um, the airline announced its investigation Sunday after the Associated Press reported the incident in a story about the growing use of the phrase, let's go, Brandon, a euphemism in conservative circles for vulgarity targeting Biden. That's what it is, right? It is. But I just think it's hilarious that they're talking about it like it's some cryptic phrase that, oh, it's it's only circled in conservative circles. It's like a number one song on Spotify. Every no, Everyone knows what that is. All the kids know what that is. It's it. I, I don't know. I think it's hilarious. It and it just shows how disconnected um, the but, media and a lot you know of the how left it works, though, are. With kids, though, there's probably kids 
sharing that meme and saying that, and they probably have no clue what it means too. Though Me. I don't think that's well, you're an, you're an exception to the rule, um, but I don't think that's actually. Um, <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I have a lot of faith that this is kind of a rallying cry for I think a lot of America that's really not pleased with Joe Biden's performance, and that's backed up by polling data. Actually, um, uh, recently. Uh, Joe Biden's approval rating um, is is tanking. Uh, it's sunk to 42 percent approval, and this is only within his less than his first year as president. Um, uh, and this actually approve versus disapprove is different from those who like they they do strongly approve, approve, um, neutral, appro- uh, disapprove, and strongly disapprove. And so this poll is not broken down by that, but some polls that I have seen um, show that like less than 20 or maybe like, I think like 28% strongly approve. And then that other portion approves. And then there's a large portion of people that just don't do not respond or prefer not to respond or whatever. Um, And uh, most of his, his um, I guess his people that voted for him, uh, when he won the election recently, have uh, kind of defected and said that they disapprove of his job. He's um, definitely not the same guy he was when he was with Obama. I think and he's will never no, have it great that that great again. Of course, I don't really think that he was that great in Obama. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought he was kind of a. <laughs> I lo- I kind of liked Joe Biden when he was with Obama. He had a sense of humor. He was, he was more active. I he think. was like he that ate grandpa. Lots of ice cream. Yeah, he was like that grandpa in the background that was always acting weird, and we we're like, just just calm down, Joe. It's okay. And I always laughed at those memes where where, where Obama was like, "It's okay, Joe. Just stay over there," <laughs> like that, but. Yeah. Anyway, so um, there's a lot of stuff going on with uh, with the Biden administration's approval rating. And uh, my first story that I was actually going to call up before we did an awesome segue was um, Joe Biden. Uh, he's flown out to um, Scotland, Glasgow, Scotland, to do the UN uh, climate su- uh, summit. Um, and that's a whole other topic that we we'll probably don't have time to discuss today. But um, he actually um, there's video of him just uh, taking a snooze during this big old summit. Um, was he snoozing or was his eyes closed? He was legitimately snoozing. How do we um, know he was he's, snoozing? He's wearing a mask. So, I mean, no, we can't just go over there and scan his brainwaves. And, but then a, a, an aide like walks up and like shakes him and he like, like looks up and they hand him a piece of paper, which my thought is that was just a excuse to go over and wake him up. But, um, and then he like rubs his eyes like he's like he's. I mean, the video's out there. It's there's it's on Forbes. Uh, there's YouTube videos. Joe Biden appears to fall asleep, and this is Forbes. Uh, it, typically not a a you know right leaning magazine. Um, Sleepy Joe trended after Biden appeared to nod off during climate conference. And they're not saying that he did. They're saying appeared to. Let's go, Brandon. But yeah, essentially that's that's kind of like the whole. They're trying to, all they can to protect the poor guy. At this point, I almost feel sorry for him because he's he's just. He's not fit um, for what he's got to do. He has a lot of stuff going on. I mean, yeah, maybe he closed his eyes. Maybe he's listening. We don't know. I mean, I've I'm got my eyes closed to half this podcast. Too, but but what, I'm listening. What other president can you think of that has fallen asleep in a public? We don't know that he was like asleep that. though. Allegedly. Oh my gosh, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he close his eyes and like nod off and then have to go be shaken and then open? Like, oh, what's going on? I mean, maybe he was tired. You can't be expected to work twenty four seven and be that age. But he's the president of the United States. Well, I was going to say, what other president has ever done something like this? 
What other president has fallen asleep in front of world leaders? Multiple times, by the way. This is not the only time he's done this. Well, most multiple other presidents probably haven't had cameras shoved in their face 24-7 looking for something as the last, like, four or five administration has. I mean, it's it's only been in the last three or four or five administrations where um, our country has really been divided enough that two sides are looking for things um, more heavily. I mean, you can you can look and look and look and find stuff. Uh, and I'm not defending him. I don't know if he was sleeping or not. I mean, there have been many meetings where I've sat in and you get people talking in a monotonous tone and you just want to close your eyes. I mean, I get it. I, I work long hours and I can't imagine the long hours that, that he has to work. Yeah, it's not easy being president, I guess. I don't know. I've never been president of the United States yet, but... Um, maybe one day, Chris. Maybe. Maybe one day. Yeah, this is not announcing my campaign whatsoever. <laughs> I think you'd be popular. I think you would. Um, especially because I'd probably be talking to you the whole time. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's really all I can do. Have you got anything else, Chris? Yeah. You know what? I'll say this, though. My campaign signs would be the baddest campaign signs you've ever seen. Really? But, yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Anyway. I will say I am watching the video like right now. The Let's go Brandon video? No, Joe Biden possibly falling asleep. Allegedly. Allegedly. I said possibly, so it's a sure. possibility. Um, he does look pretty sleepy. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that he was asleep, but yeah. like, it was that like, I'm sitting there in class and I close my eyes for a second and then I open them. I'm like, okay, like I'm still in class. I can't. And then like your teacher keeps talking. You're like, I, I just can't and do he this. Does and it he again. just does yeah, off and it's gone. And you even see him kind of like, you know, when you're asleep in like an airplane or a car and you kind of like fall forward or jolt a little bit. Hold on. In the same video where a lady's got her head down for a few minutes too. Where? In the back. She's writing. No, not her. Look in the background. There's like, oh, the ladies. She's writing too. Now I would like, I would like to clarify. <laughs> I like. I just watched it because I think it's like people falling asleep in public places where they shouldn't. And look I think how deep he's breathing. And there, here comes the dude. Oh yeah. Look I at this piece that of paper that says nothing. Funny. <laughs> See, I think that it's, I think it's more um, of a funny thing, whether he's the president or not. Like if it was a video of a kid in a class that they took that, like I would still think that is funny. So I'm not trying to make a political statement through saying that for myself. You know but what? I'm just saying it's kind of funny to watch. You know what no, he tells he, me? Here he goes, rubs the eyes. He Ugh. is a human being. <gasps> Oh my gosh! I thought he was a robot. Job. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I mean, look, presidents are supposed to be larger than life, in my opinion, and and you know they they, yeah, they may be tired, but I I don't in my life I've never seen anything like this. Maybe I was too young to perceive if if uh, you know um, George Bush did something like this, but I just I don't know. It's not acceptable for me, and I think a lot of Americans it's not acceptable for them. But you know what? Maybe he does deserve the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I just think it's funny. The doubt's running out for me. I just think it's funny. I also feel like if he wasn't asleep, I also feel like it could have just been like him closing his eyes, being like, God, I want this to be over. Like, please, Maybe. please make this be over. Well, Let you me know tell what's... you something I learned a long time ago, though. When you fall asleep in class or work or anywhere, you have to train yourself so that when somebody does that tap to wake you up, you don't immediately open your eyes. Yeah. You count to you five. Just, no, you want to know what you do. You count to five, and then you open your eyes and say, Amen. Can yes. I help you? Yep, right there. You <laughs> say, you close your eyes, and you're just there, and someone taps you, and you sit there. Amen. Oh, that was a good prayer. And then you, can <laughs> that I was a really you? good prayer. That sounds like a, a trick from a certain type of school you used to go to. Um, No, not no? really. Okay. No. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I did fall asleep a lot at church. 
but like you know when you're in catholic church like nobody cares so uh, everybody true. else is asleep we Maybe. had we actually that's a funny story we actually had a seventh grade teacher she had to have been like maybe 80 years old or older and there was one church there was one time in church we all were making bets of how long she'd be asleep because she fell asleep like right at the beginning and she's supposed to be supervising all of the seventh graders and she's just sitting there asleep and we're like okay how long how long during this service? You see that we were paying you know, close attention. candy or something? Probably. I don't even remember. It I had so an eighth funny. grade teacher who, uh, it was a science teacher, and a kid, he said, never fall asleep in my class. And a kid fell asleep in his class, and he had his hand, like, laid over the desk, kind of, like, you know, draped over it. So the teacher goes and gets a little thing of water and walks oh, up no. and, like, holds Aww. it up to his hand. Yeah, and I never fell asleep in school from that point on. My gran- my grandpa actually had a story of when he was in, he also went to Catholic school when he was younger and he had a story um that one of his friends fell asleep in class and the teacher got everybody to be really quiet when it was time to like change classes. And so he wanted to see how long the kid was going to be asleep and he went through like three class periods of just being asleep <laughs> because he kept telling That's every class awesome. to be quiet. Wow. So I would like to stay. I'm no longer Catholic. I just want to put that out there. I was Catholic for a really long time, and my family's still mostly Catholic. But she I inherited Catholicism. I am not. Yeah. Can you go un-Catholic? Isn't that like being un-Mormon? So here's the thing. Un-Mormon. Here's the thing with that. <laughs> Can so you un-Catholicize yourself? Catholics. Oh, that sounds like a medical procedure. Yeah. Ugh. Catholics, like they, at least my church and school that I went to for like half my life. They don't call themselves Christians. They call themselves Catholics. And so I am a Christian. Like, I feel comfortable saying that. And that is different. They see that as different than being a Catholic. And so I no longer practice Catholic traditions and Catholic, like, holidays other than, like, you know, Christmas, like everybody else and Easter. But, like, you know, fasting for Lent and things like that, I don't believe in anymore. So I don't believe in the Pope. Mass and stuff like that. No. Because, well, that and, like, Catholics, you can go to Mass every day if you wanted to. And you really for, had your for us, Catholic like, removed, didn't you? Oh, yeah. For sure. Because now <laughs> I only go twice a week wow. when we're supposed to. Like, so, in our opinion. But, yeah. But, very interesting. I actually want to talk about that for an episode later on. Just kind of, like, go through that. Because I think it would be very interesting. Real quick before we move on, I just wanted to bring more poll thing. Because I scrolled down to this article and found another thing. Let's go, um, Brandon. 71% of the nation uh, say that we're on the wrong track. Now, that can include people that believe we're not moving far enough to the left, but it, it, it's what broken track? down to... I mean, does it say what track? The wrong track. I do that, that's a... the question. Is like we or Do you think the nation is on the wrong track? That's the question. Well, Brandon wasn't on the wrong track. He that's kept turning vague. left. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just, just stop. Can I finish... <laughs> My thing, please. You know what? Sorry, I will. <laughs> what happened that to you when funny. they took your Catholic out? I uh, will let you finish. I'm sorry. She got more talking in apparently. So <laughs> I got to look. Replace her Catholic box with a talk box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, uh, that includes 93 percent of Republicans. They think they're the, the nation is going the wrong way. Obviously, that's pretty simple. 70 percent of independents say that the nation is on the wrong track. That's kind of the iffy part because, you know, you could have independents that lean to the left and they think things should continue to go more left. And then you have people that 
lean to the right on independent, and they think that, no, we don't like the way this is going. Um, and then 48% of Democrats say that the nation is on the wrong path. That's and a big number for Democrats. That's probably, in my opinion, people that think we should be going further to the left. Now, I'm not saying there isn't folks, perhaps constituents of Joe Manchin, um, the senator that's been, who, by the way, has officially confirmed he will not be voting for um, Joe Biden's Build Back Better rescue plan uh, and uh, for the enormous price tag. He said that they're saying it's $1.7 trillion now, but he said that if um, that's that's assuming a bunch of unrealistic things happen, and he said that it will actually cost more than double that. And so that's why he's not going to vote for it. Um, who's He's a Democrat, and uh, he's been kind of blocking this whole thing. So perhaps the Joe Manchin-style Democrats, those who are, are more moderate, they're some of the Democrats who feel that we're on the wrong p- uh, path. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, It definitely shows that the United States is displeased, whether or not they're displeased with Joe Biden or they're displeased that he's not doing enough. Um, they're not happy with the administration right now. So I guess we'll see how that turns out in midterms. All right. So um, we've talked enough about politics today, haven't we? So, Chloe, I guess we're going to move on to your segment. My um, goodness. Oh, my goodness. And Grant, we're going to unmute you now. <laughs> just been just been sitting over He's there and watching not doing anything. He's watching his little Instagram videos. Uh, okay. I'm watching oh, sorry. five minute crap. Facebook. Oh my gosh, those <laughs> things are the worst. What are you gonna make? Have you I ever seen know. those? I look at the cringe. They're the dumbest like life hack. Oh my things. gosh, something's not sticking. Chew I, some gum and stick it in your hair. Perfect. That's what made Cabby Lane famous. <laughs> I just I just watched it make a Ethernet cable with an RJ45 connector. And they literally just untwisted the pairs and just shoved them in there. Oh, isn't that how you make one? There, there's a color code. They, oh, they, they, just... they just shoved them in there in any order. Well, I guess if you make it on both ends the same order, no matter what the order is, it would work. But yeah. they didn't even account for what order they had. It's in not there. really specced, but no, that, would, that like won't work. T- or taking coax cable and stripping it and just bending the wires together and make it longer. Oh. Yeah, no. Why are they branching into technology? That's not something they should. They branch should no, in. they should no. stick to like no. popsicle sticks. Stick to and like. Oh, shirts do open. you want to clean out your your car? Make some freaking goo and stick it in the cup holder. <laughs> now that one was clever. Well, yeah, I guess I there have to was, say that. There you should see one, my cup holder. There was, <laughs> there was one where they like cut like a pair of pants or something. And pulled it over to be a dress. And like a bunch of girls on TikTok yes. tried it and it was so terrible. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, my favorite one is you take the kitchen sponge and the razor and make the slits down of it and clean mini blinds. Have you seen that one? No. Or bend, yeah. bending forks to hang things off. Look, of you guys. Just, Why would I do that? You, you make guys, like a screwdriver out of a fork. If you, a what fork. if you don't have a screwdriver? Why would I? Why would I make a screw? Let's make a meat hammer. Thanks. You need. You need freaking. Oh my god! So we were watching a hammer, and they taped a fork oh. to the front to make. A, a meat, meat hammer. hammer. Look, a meat mallet. I'm Let me still just... like, why the heck would I bend a fork <laughs> to get, make a screw? I, 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 need, I need tools to bend the fork. Why <laughs> would I just use one of the tools? Let me explain this to you. You just bought a home. You probably need to watch some of these because there's going to be a Here point where tongs. you're going to say, He I just don't... used freaking rubber bands <laughs> and forks to make salad tongs. Yeah. What is he doing with an Oreo now? <laughs> okay. You're Grant. putting forks in a tomato? <laughs> I don't okay. even know what's going okay. on anymore. We're going to move on to pop culture now. Take that crap away from <laughs> that me, That is Grant. pop culture. That is pop culture, This yes. is a great segue to pop culture. 
I was well, now everybody knows what Grant does I wish our listeners show. Now my blood pressure is elevated. Thanks, Grant. Calm yourself. It'll be okay, dear. Breathe. Oh, my God. One day we won't have tongs, but we'll have rubber bands, and we can rubber band two forks together to make tongs. It'll be okay. If you run out That'll be the day. If you run out of tongs, I will actually show up to your house. It's just because... If I run out of tongs, if I use up all of my tongs that I have... I will come to your house with rubber bands. First off, you don't even eat salad, so what do you even need tongs for? When I wear down my steel grilling tongs that I have enough from the sheer usage of rubbing them against large pieces of meat, I will call you and you can make me a pair of meat tongs I got out of a fork and a freaking rubber band. Two forks. Two forks. I don't care. You really triggered, bro. Woo saw. I, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Do we need to take Woo a break? Woo saw, man. Yeah. Woo saw. Dang. Okay. Oh, man. Who, right. knew, who knew that of all the things we talked about today, that would trigger me the most? Well, I will hey, say. Do I need to go get some Chloe. liquids from underneath the cabinet uh, and we can chill? Just, yeah, go over there and we'll lock the door. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> lock the producer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, Chloe, please. The first thing I was actually going to talk about was the fact that I got a perm. Which I know none of our listeners can see, it but really I just good. wanted to talk about it. I was kind of worried because she cut her; she had really long hair. Yeah, it turned out to look really good. Yeah, it looks really good. Thanks, thanks. I just yeah. say that because I know a lot of young people are kind of scared to do that, and please don't be. It'll smell like it'll smell for a while, but don't be. But yeah, so I know a lot of young people are kind of scared to get perms, but it actually, other than the smell, it's actually it looks really cute, and I really what like it. What does the perm smell like? Oh, what it's your, terrible. Your hair smells terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's a nasty. chemical. It's, it's a it's, nasty like. It smells it like stinks. rotten eggs. Oh, to yeah. make it twirly. To make it perm, yeah. And you can't wash it for the first two days. Our listeners have seen our icons. I don't have hair, so I don't know. So I'm yeah. asking a stupid so question. So it smells... Well, the problem is it doesn't just make your hair smell. It makes your uh, pillowcase smell that you're sleeping with. Oh. Like, people around you, they, like... Just, like, you can't smell it right now or else you would have said something. But when Jess is sitting, like, right next to me, when we're, like, shoulder to shoulder, he'll be like, Ugh. How long does that last? Um, a while. Like I've washed my hair and it still smells like that. Now it's not as bad now unless I like, like sometimes I give hugs and I have a ponytail in and it'll go in their face and they'll be like, Ooh, but like the smell will take, will last for a while, but it still looks cute. So it's not, good. it's not too bad. I mean, it's just something you notice if you're right up in the hair. And, yeah. yeah. So, um, so there's no Brian Laundry updates just because that's just where we're at in that case. It's old news now. Going to be point. honest, just don't you really want to talk about it. So, uh, but there is more updates on the Al- uh, Alec Baldwin shooting. Um, oh yeah, that I remember that part. That's interesting. Yeah. So uh, the police last week uh, went and collected like over 700 things of evidence, and they uh, found 500 rounds of ammunition on the set, like oh, spread out, live rounds all over the place. Yep. Not not in boxes, which yeah. may support out. the fact that everybody was out there shooting and yeah. having a good time. When yep, so that was kind of that was crazy wow. to me. Um, Alec Baldwin has spoken publicly for the first time since the shooting has happened. Um, he says he is not allowed to make comments just because it's an ongoing investigation. And uh, he said that uh, that she was Hutchins, the cinematographer that passed away. She was my friend. The day I arrived in Santa Fe to start shooting, I took her to dinner with Joel, the director. We were very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together. And then this horrible event happens. That's the statement from Baldwin. Didn't they post like her last words too? I saw a post that they... Um, I have not seen that, but I'm yeah. I'm sure that somebody has. I thought it was, I can't feel my um, legs. Was that not it? Well, she did say that. That was what yeah. she said when she fell. Um, but then he talks about... Um, 
how uh, Joel, the director, is even, he's also overwhelmed with grief because obviously he's the one who ultimately put Hutchins where she was supposed to be standing and all this stuff. Um, now, uh, the thing is uh, that Alec Baldwin is saying that he may not ever be able to work on a film set involving firearms in the future because of how terrible this incident was. Well, I guess I can understand that. Um, I, I mean, that's that's a pretty traumatic incident to go through. You just murdered someone by accident. Um, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that if anything's going to cause PTSD. And he's think about it, to too. He's tonight. probably been into a lot of films where he's, like, fake shot people. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So he said, uh, to quote... I don't. I do know that an ongoing effort to limit the use of firearms on film sets is something I'm extremely interested in. He urges uh, for new measures to be put in place to avoid dangerous incidences. And then he also has been stated saying that this was a one in a trillion episode. It's a one in a trillion event. Like those things don't just happen randomly. And he's right. Yeah, I mean, don't. they do. Yeah, yeah. The and not randomly. Excuse too, me. They don't happen all the time. Is what I meant to the say. The only kind of movies I like have guns and bombs. So I, I mean, that's going to be a problem when you start limiting that too. Yeah. Well, you know, and what I was going to say is, I, I don't think the solution is limiting guns and movies. The they solution need to fix is the safety issues. Yeah, way better education on these things. I mean, you know, as we talked about earlier, unless the gun is not capable of holding live ammunition. It's not a prop. It's not a prop gun. It is a real gun, and most guns in movies are real guns, and um, they need to be able to educate these people that hold them and use them. Hey, you cannot point it in the direction of someone that you don't want to kill. Either that, or you need to start taking the money that you put towards armors and people on set to do actual on set and put that towards post-production special effects with prop guns. Yeah, and that's that's easier said than done, but, you know... I think the biggest thing that could have prevented this is no live ammunition on the set. I mean, and, you know, Chris said they're just having fun shooting their guns, but it was not regulated enough um, to keep everyone safe and that this is the result. It seems like it was just a terrible accident at this point, and uh, that's just sad. Um, Safety rules are there for a reason. There should not be live ammunition on a movie set ever. I agree. So it's really sad. Um but as Alec Baldwin said, it is an active inv- investigation, so there will probably be more updates coming up in the future. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on that. Um, so I have a really great question for everybody sitting here. Um, is Buzz Lightyear racist? Oh, no. What? Really? Don't tell me they're ruining this Chris, now. Chris looks very confused. I can't imagine. I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. So, I don't know enough. About Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I haven't met the guy. <laughs> so um, there is a there was a new trailer that came out for the new Lightyear movie, and I'm going to explain this to our listeners because there are there is some confusion as to what this movie is. Um, this movie is a spinoff of uh, Toy Story's beloved Buzz Lightyear, um, but this movie is like is like um, it's the movie that Andy would go see in the movie theater. That inspired the toys. So it's just like how we see, go see like an Avengers movie and like we have the Captain America shields and, and stuff. Kids play with those. And kids yeah. play with them. That's what they're doing, but inside of a Pixar universe. So they are making the Buzz Light, it's called Lightyear, but they're making the Buzz Lightyear like the real the the movie character. that would have inspired yes. the character. Yes. 
Uh, and some people are very confused about that. It is kind of confusing. Um, but Tim Allen is no longer uh, voicing Light. You're just like how uh, they did that on purpose because what? oh, because it the, is, it's a lot pre- of toys. Like even the Toy Story toys were not voiced by uh, him or um, Tom Hanks. Really? No, they're like they're Tom. Was it Tom Hanks? I think it was Tom Hanks's brother that did all of his voice recordings for all the toys. Really? Because they just don't have time. Well, they have to go do another money, movie sure and they, stuff yeah. like that. So they just pay other people to do the impression. Right. And so that is the point of having Chris Evans do it because it's supposed to show that like it's a different character as well so that people don't get that's confused. a shame though i really like um like his voice yeah. for Buzz Lightyear, but I, i'm sure that i'll grow to like the the newer one in this movie well some people aren't right now because some people <laughs> this was i saw this today and i could not believe it so some people are thinking that buzz lightyear is racist oh my gosh here we go the again. reason that this is this is the most ridiculous reason i've ever heard so Buzz Lightyear in this movie um, has we're we're going to see Buzz Lightyear's hair for the first time because obviously the the one in Toy Story does not you don't ever see his hair because he has his little purple helmet thing on and his hair is like a dark brown looks really clean looks really nice and the reason that people are saying <laughs> that they don't like him is because his hair is too dark and too clean and it looks like a police officer. Oh my god, he's a freaking space <laughs> ranger. So, He's, he literally is a police officer, but in space. Yes, I know. What What <laughs> do you of... expect? Is this the same person that did the um, um, petition for the Halloween movie? For the what? For the Halloween probably. movie. Probably. They're probably they're gonna, like, they're going to try the best I to have, ruin this. I have a Buzz Lightyear. He does not have hair, so I have to write a petition to get rid of him. Now, listen, this is not going to stop Pixar from no, putting this movie not. out. No, it's but just it's just dumb. ridiculous that, like, first off, I love the fact that people are... are categorizing this as racist because he's a police officer so if you're if, if you're a police officer you're automatically right even the black pe- police officers you're racist just automatically isn't that love jesse this is what would happen <laughs> if you had to quit your job and go on unemployment you would have time to find these crazy things in the world <laughs> and i probably would not live as long i'm sure if i had only this to worry about you want to know what's probably terrifying not. this is my generation yeah yeah it is it's mine too the world I mean, that we're handing to my kids. Mostly the millennials, and I don't think, I, I guess technically I'm a millennial, but I mean, I don't know. It, I terrified. mean, this is ridiculous. I don't understand how, I, I thought you were going to tell me some reason that actually could be considered to like some backwards no. way that we could consider. Yeah. It's literally his haircut. Si- yeah, it's literally how his hair I was sitting here looks. thinking from like the original movie of when he went yeah. into speaking Spanish. Yeah, that that maybe happened. that. Yeah, like something they said. Yeah, yeah like. No. Like some weird it's translation that wasn't right. Like. So now a clean wow. haircut is racist. This is cancel culture. White guy finest. with clean haircut equals racist. Hey, I'm just gonna say I'm still gonna go to see tell it. You. you know, you know, <laughs> firefighters they usually have clean haircuts. They're well shaven. Yeah, and they're gonna get killed by Michael Myers. That is true. This Fair is enough. unacceptable. Sign the petition, by the way. <laughs> you sign the petition. <laughs> Please uh, don't. Grant starting a petition today. Can we just start a yep. petition to find just, out who this person is? And I would ban like them? to just say that the day after our episode came out talking about that, I saw the actual like the it was an updated trailer that obviously came out after that petition had come out, and it still had the firefighters being. Well, I'm killed, glad so. they didn't. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't succumb to that. Yes, I hope that I agree. I hope that cancel culture is on the way out. I think America's kind of tired of it. And cancel cancel of, culture. Let's yeah, go, Brandon. I'm, I'm tired of tiptoeing around everything. And well, it's, yeah. the movie was out in theaters yesterday. 
Yeah. It went out on Halloween yesterday, and it played at the Stardust Drive-In in Watertown, and I spoke with a friend who went and watched it. I didn't get to, kind of wanted to. The scene is still in there, so they did not win that battle. Okay. Which is great oh, to know. Do you have any um, sons of, of like future firefighters protesting outside of the drive movie? Probably. I'm sure. Probably. That that would have been so great to see. Oh, Volunteer I'm firefi- going to be a firefighter. How dare you, Michael Volunteer Byers? Firefighters I'm going to be a firefighter. Time on their hands, maybe. So. I might be one. <laughs> and I'm protesting. <laughs> Yep. Thanks, Trump. I appreciate that. Okay. Appreciate Thank you for your input, Trump. So, um, before we get st- uh, started talking about um, a certain singer, writer, person, um, I did want to go over, because we talked about this with Adam uh, last week, I did want to go over the Capitol Theater in Lebanon and their schedule for this year, just because I want people to know if they live here or live near here or just want to come in and see things. It's so fun. Um, on November 18th, they'll be showing the movie Elf, one That's of my a, favorites. I love that movie. Um, December 9th through the 19th, the uh, musical Matilda will be there from Audience One. Uh, December 14th, a, the Polar Express. December 21st, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And December 23rd will be the, A White Christmas. And that's what is going to end out the I'm year there. Dreaming oh, goodness. of a white Christmas. I can't believe I'm already seeing Christmas uh, songs. We did not have to buy tickets for that show. <laughs> I love that. That's a that's an awesome, awesome movie, by the way, White Christmas. Um, it's just a great classic. And I love I love Bing Crosby. I love all of those guys that are in that, and it's just great. So, so if you are in the area and you want to go see Christmas movies or you want to go see a live musical, I love Matilda the Musical. It's really good. It's really fun. Um, so I would highly recommend that musical. I actually almost did that. Uh, show um, with a younger group of kids one time, and it I was so excited to do it. So, Miss Trustful, ah, here she comes. Okay, so we are going to talk about an artist that we've talked about on this show before. And Chris, I really want to get your opinion on this. I'm going to be straightforward of why I want to get your opinion, and it is because you are um, our gay representative here. I'm the subject matter expert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And like I, I just wanted to put that oh, straightforward so that our listeners knew why I am going to be asking Chris most of the, most questions and things of how he feels about Lil Nas X. Now, do you know why I'm asking you about Lil in, Nas X? In, in all honesty, I don't even know who it is, so this will be unbiased. Okay, so Lil Nas X is the one that did the uh, Old Town Road with Billy okay. Ray Cyrus, um, which obviously became like super popular song very quickly, sure. and also like a, more of a child. Song. So, this like, is the children guy who had the listen devil to it. shoes too. Yes. The yeah. blood shoes. Yes. Okay. And so, um, that's actually what we're going to talk about is so, right after the, and this is old news for our, so our listeners that are like actually updated. And I meant to go over this and then we kind of went on our break. So, Lil Nas X had promoted on uh, his social medias that he was actually getting sued and possibly facing jail time. Uh, because of his blood shoes, which was like crazy. What? Yes. How is that possible? Oh, you mean from the the copyright stuff? So here's the thing. He made it look really real. And then he drops his music video for the... Um, the, the devil thing. No, yeah. no, no, no. No? No, it was for a different one. It was for his new album... And I'm trying... Oh, what's the name of the song? I have like three of his songs stuck in my head right now. It was one of his songs. And he decided to make the entire 
uh, song about him being in court and going to jail. And that is what he used to promote his song because people thought he was actually going to jail. Um, and they were really invested in how much time he's going to get to spend in jail. And then the whole music video was shot like he was in court and then went to jail. That's kind of interesting. So it was actually for... Um, so it was a stunt. Yes. Oh. Okay. And it was for um, in the song Industry Baby. So it was for his new... Oops, it was for his new album that came out. It was for his new album that came out. And uh, then later, that was actually the single that came out of his album. Then later on, on social media, he continued to post all these pictures of him wearing like a prosthetic pregnant belly that was very like realistic looking. And uh, he kept saying like so many days till she's due, da, 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 da. And he was talking about his album <laughs> hmm. and he did it for like a month or so that every day he posts all these different videos and things. And then finally, the last day before his album was due, he... um like made a whole video with him playing all the characters in the video, Eddie Murphy style right. of him birthing this album. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris is like, right. where do I come in? Was this? it like a vinyl EP or what? So CD, what did it come out? Either on? Way, no, like either Spotify way download, like yes. all that jazz. So the reason I bring this up is because that's this, not what we were asking. We were what? like, what physical form oh, did it come out of him? It, yeah. It came out as like the album, like, like vinyl the EP? vinyl looking thing. Ouch. That yeah. Was, that was a big baby. <laughs> yeah. It was very interesting. Hope they gave him an epidural. <laughs> I'm going to be checking this out. So, <laughs> The reason that we uh, still haven't gotten to the reason why yeah, there's gotta be a I'm reason wanting to talk to this. you about this is because so little Nas X has come out as I believe gay. He is a part of the LGBTQ community um, and he also is African-American. So two very big groups of people um, being represented um, in this, you know, in his albums and things like that. And so the reason I wanted to talk to you about it was because there are two music videos, especially there are two different parts of music videos that I would really like to show you and we won't play it on the podcast, um, but I'd really like to show Chris and then get his reactions from it uh, just to see what um, you think of it. If it appeals to you giving out like, like if it not appeals to you, but if it sends the right message, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So we're going to take a second so I can show you parts of this and see if it, yeah, gotcha. see what you think. Okay. So the reason, so we just watched that. We did. We watched both. We watched Industry two Baby, of two videos. Uh, parts of it, and then we watched uh, That's What I Want. Um, so one thing I'd like to point out is that um, I really like Little Nas X's music. Like his music actually sounds really good. Um, and for writing music about his experiences being a part of the LGBTQ community. I don't feel overwhelmed with like it being slapped in my face, but, um, the videos, but the videos are, the videos are. Um, and so if for our listeners, if you want to go look at those, you are more than welcome to, um, I, if you don't like seeing dudes undressed, I would not watch it. They covered up with little mosaic tiles though. And that was kind of interesting. Cause I almost, I almost wonder, cause 
I don't know how they could that take that took a lot of editing. I'd say um, that is no. It's the, I mean, the Chinese when they make porn, it's all covered up with mosaic tiles. So they just probably sent it to a Chinese editing house. Really? I will say yeah. too that. Um, so I actually because I'm dumb, I was like, oh, maybe YouTube like censored this and so i did look up to see if there was an uncensored not that i wanted to see that but i wanted to see if <laughs> that was out there it. it's okay and so um he actually uploaded a new video that was that says that song and it says uncensored and once it gets to the shot of the shower head it actually for the rest of the song is just the shower head with a loading bar continuing to load because he wanted to troll people <laughs> so um the reason i wanted to show that oh. was because like i said his music is really good um, but it's like, you see the video and you're just kind of like, whoa, like that's like a lot. And I, I think- don't know. I mean, that wasn't as bad as I expected from what I've heard about it. I mean, it, it the video it doesn't was show anything pornographic. No, the video was kind of cool. It like makes the way innuendos the, and it, insinuates what's happening. Yeah. And the whole, the, the, the someone who to love me part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was quite, you know, that was intense, you know, sexual contact, but I mean, I've seen five thousand videos with heterosexual couples doing the same uh, doing thing. That is the true. same thing. You know, so nobody freak out when a you know gay man finally does a video that like that. That is true. I just, I, I mean, think about other rap videos. They've had just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, you nobody know, got shot. Females in this doing that. Nobody got shot. Yeah. And you know what? Whatever. If 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 he wants to have a bunch of naked dudes in a shower swinging around in his videos. <laughs> Then I'll more power to him. I don't care. The I don't have. I don't Jesse. have to. I don't have to watch him. And no. if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it either. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of. I'm a live and let live kind of guy. And just just let it be. You can listen to the audio version, and not watch the video. If and you the don't. song is good. It's a really good song. It's really catchy. I told Grant before the podcast that the one that is like the "I want you to want me" or whatever. I like that song because it could be. I want you okay. to want that one. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I like it because. Both a male or a female could sing it and it can make sense because it talks about at the beginning. I know you didn't get to hear it, but the beginning of it says, I want to have a boy with me all night or whatever. And so I've always thought of like, it'd be kind of cool for like a female to cover it just like acoustically or something like that. So um, something that I love about Little Nas X, I do have to say this, is that he loves to troll people. He's so funny. So, like, he could care less what you think. Yep. Yeah. And in that first video for Industry Baby, I mean, he talks about how he has, like, three three Grammys and all this stuff. I mean, he's, like, our age. He's, like, in his mid-20s. So, it's like, I'm successful. I'm just going to be who yep. I want to be. And so, here's the... Me and Chloe were talking about this, I think, last week in the car. And, you know, I think he is so funny on Twitter and and whenever he's like actually reacting, he reminds me of like Eminem, who who he really just just does does not care. And he will joke and, and fire back at people all day long. And it's hilarious. And he and he he makes he, he makes a joke of what the media thinks is important about mm-hmm. his stuff. And I can respect him a lot for that. I think I think that kind of artist, it's a whole lot but I would so much prefer having him over someone that is going to get offended and get upset and call people out for stupid things um, just because he's gay and he's going to call people out because he doesn't because some people don't like him being gay. You know, he he doesn't care if people like him being gay or not. He just 
is that way. And if you make fun of him for it, he's just going to make fun of you worse. And it's going to be hilarious. He um, also, because Chris would probably be interested in this, he also did a song. He has a whole thing with Elton John. So like he's done a song and he does commercials and stuff with him, but they're both like tight. Um, but I want to ask you, Chris, have you, has there ever been like an artist in your lifetime that you feel like has kind of had that same attitude of like, here I am, this is who I am. And that's what they base like their media off of. I can't think of anybody. I mean, you, you, you look at the classics like Elton John where, you know, if you knew Elton John, you knew he was gay, but I don't think he based his music off of that. Um, all the, all the LGBT artists that I know of that I've ever heard, um, they didn't portray that in their music as um, uh, loudly and as proudly as Little Nas X. Um, you and, know, you, they would maybe make some subtle references, but you know, the, of course, times have changed. Now we have a lot access to a lot more media. Right. Um, you know, obviously the visuals in this are, um, um, you know, <laughs> completely different. I mean, it's just a different <laughs> style of video. Um, the world has changed in the last several years where, you know, and I'm not going to say this is more accepted because it's not, because even though, um, it's still know, inflammatory. LGBT couples can have the ability to get married, you, you can still be fired for who you were born mm-hmm. as. So, yeah. um, we haven't progressed a lot, but, um, the fact that I think that he is probably overboard. I think a lot of people who are conservative, um, or still have some of those, um, you know, doubts about LGBT community probably looks at this and think, oh, you know, these people, um, but he is also standing up and saying, you know what, this is, this is just how it is. And, um, you know, it's out here and, and, and get by and he's just going to do it. And, you know, I, honestly, um, and like I said before, I think he's hilarious, um, in a good way. There are so most, if, if not all, except for just a few, a select few celebrities, they're softies. I mean, it's like someone comes out and says something bad about them and they tweet about it and they get upset and they're offended. And little Nas, he breaks that mold and it's quite satisfying. Even for me, the the straight Christian conservative over here, like I should be I should be abhorred at that horrible video, right? Now I don't really care, man. And it it helps me not to care that he's hilarious and he doesn't care. He's not, he's not offended. He's not a little snowflake. Uh, and I respect him for that. And I respect him for being successful. So, well, that, and that's you my know, opinion. we just talked about how there's a lot of videos of like straight couples and video yeah. and music yeah. videos doing that thing. And I think it's the same thing with lyrics too. Like we always have like the girl wants the boy back or like the Olivia Rodrigo is the big star right now in the music world where she's talking about this breakup with, her, with one guy and she sings all these songs about their breakup and it's just like, okay. But like, I think it's cool that it's like kind of evolving and changing. Like Chris said, I think, um, you know, representation is important for, for groups like that. And I think, uh, for him to just kind of come out and say that and do that, I think is a big deal. Um, and I think like, it's just, it's just equal with everybody, everything else that's happening, you know, right now. Uh, like I said, with lyrics being like girls being like, Oh my gosh. And then guys being like, well, you're going to sit on my tractor and I'm going <laughs> to love you <laughs> like stuff like that. So, right. um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up cause we hadn't gotten to talk about him in a while. Um, I really like his music, like his music pumps me up on the golf course and, um, yeah. So that's what you listen to when you're playing golf. Um, I listen to the industry one because it's like, it's it, like one of the lyrics is like, 
um, like I'm still here or whatever. And I'm like, Hey, I'm still here. Here I am. Gotcha. I'm old, but I'm still here. Nice. Um, so our last little bit of pop culture is not going to take very long, but you know, since spooky season is over, boo, sad. I yeah, wish no, it lasted longer. You have your Thanksgiving decorations up. Thankful season. Thanks, so Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> so um, what we're going to do is we're going to go around and talk about our favorite Thanksgiving foods and why they're our favorite. Because there might be some foods that like, you know, Chris, your family eats that we have never even heard of. Um, it's kind of like me being from the Midwest. And when we make chili, we also have cinnamon rolls. I can't explain that one, but that's just a normal thing. So, um, yeah. Hey, Jess, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? That's a tough one. Um, you know, usually I, I think I might've told this before, but, um, I've been very lucky throughout my life, um, where I have two very different cooking styles as grandparents. Um, my grandmother, I call her granny on my mom's side. She's a very Southern, you know, hometown, home style cooking. And their Thanksgiving is typically a potluck kind of style. Everyone brings their dish that they make really well and they're really good at making. And we all get to have a country meal. Um, and uh, then on my dad's mother's side, I call her grandmama. Uh, grandmama is, um, she is a very refined cook. She makes very fancy dishes and very well thought out um, placement and, and flavors. And man, it is so good. She also um, cooks it all. Yes, she does everything. There's no one else. That, I mean, she doesn't even ask anyone to bring anything. Uh, and it's all delicious. Very, very good. Uh, I think mom and maybe, you know, a, a wife or two will bring desserts. But, you know, it's it is it's it's amazing every year. And Christmas is is great as well. So, I mean, I, I like the food a lot. Obviously, who doesn't like Thanksgiving? But I like that I have two different um, experiences uh, from different families, different parts of Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I think that's a good. Does that answer your question? Sure. I suppose. Yeah, that's so. good enough for me. Grant. I'm going to sum up how 90% of our thanks, family's Thanksgivings go as I think I heard my grandfather once call it Southern slop. There is a pile of everything on one plate oh. and there's no really, it kind of, I'm one of those people that don't like my food touching. I'm that type of person. So back when we were little, our parents would just pile on everything. And when, if you can think of a food around Thanksgiving or Christmas, it would be in this pile that that sums up Thanksgiving for us. Mm. Yeah. It's like a big Thanksgiving soup. Yeah. yeah it's sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's okay. There's times where like... When like the cranberries like go or, like, into there's the potatoes. A random, and... I don't like olives. There's times a random olive pops up in there. Ooh. Or like mushrooms. One time my, my stepmother loves mushrooms. One time... I'm digging through the pile and there's just this big pile of mushrooms. I just love that he uses the term pile. pile. So I just see, I just imagine this giant just. It's a mound. There's no really separation. ground of food. There's no separation to it. I mean, who fixed your plate to get you this pile? Grandfather, father. Okay. Well, maybe fix your own plate this year. Oh, I I have been. (laughs) Get you one of those plates where they're separated. Then he doesn't doesn't have an olive on his plate when he does it. Call me out on it. I still use divider plates. Yeah, like the plates that, you need to bring your own this year. The plates that we've had since I was little, we still have them in our cabinet, and I still use them you know to what? this day. I might get you just a big one. I'm gonna get a you a big divider plate. I'm gonna give you a suggestion. Go get a baking pan for um, muffins. 
And oh, that way you've you got go. like nine little divisions, so nothing touches. <laughs> I can use regular plates, so just make sure it doesn't touch. <laughs> this he brings like, like a cardboard divider that he made <laughs> in his room and put specific. it in the middle. Grant's got his special plate this year. Oh, man. I'm getting called out here. We need to get you some zoo pals. How about that? <gasps> zoo pals. All right, we had those. That was <laughs> I love that zoo was pals. our Thanksgiving. My grandmother would get those for Thanksgiving, and I forgot about those oink, until you mentioned oink. them. Zoo pals. <laughs> Do you know what we're talking about, Chris? <laughs> they were little plates no. with like different animals. I'm ribbit, googling ribbit. So, like, zoo pals. So like, oh, imagine, Lord. imagine the shape of like Mickey Mouse, but his ears aren't on the side. They're like on top and smaller. So they would do like a frog and his, oh your plate and his eyes would be up in the thing and then his These like mouth. Things. Then they see your face. Have you ever seen those? No, I have not. That oh summed up my childhood. Well, that yep. and yeah. like, we actually have a family picture with like my great aunts and all of them and we all were holding up a, zi- a different zoo pal in front of our face to take a picture. That was wow. so much fun as zoo kids. I remember that. Fun. They had a commercial with a song as you could tell. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what's burned into my memory. While I have a I have a very photographic memory when it comes to music. So While we're on that topic, who plate? remembers the Nesquik straws that were like strawberry milk flavored? And I, do I remember those. those. I, I remember never had them, but I remember They them. were amazing. Okay. You know what I liked oh. was the... Uh, I'm the, getting nostalgic over here I'm not that old. Those edible straws that had flavoring in That's them. That's what I'm talking Is about. Is that what those are? Yeah. I didn't have so, the strawberry ones. I had so the I think Chris what is thinking w- of a different type of edible. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you who has the best straws. Ted's Montana Grill in Nashville. They have cardboard straws. Ted's Montana. Cardboard? But no, like, it was like pellets with like strawberry flavor, vanilla, or chocolate, and you so would you put it in the milk. milk. You put it, put it in plain milk, and then you drink it, and it come out tasting like strawberry or chocolate. But wouldn't or it just eva- like no. evaporate? No, it would like slowly dissolve. It was probably some illegal like There's chemical that they chemical put inside in it, the straw. Like, oh, God. Why do you think I don't get sick often, and that's probably one of the many things, along with like eating sandwiches after like oh, working Oh, so that's what happened and, to you. I was wondering. Yeah. That explains so much. You drink out of a hose. I drink out of a garden hose. Very stereo, you know, very touchy topic. My little brother. That's not organic. I know. My little brother. It's not gluten free. He won't drink out of a garden hose, but he will go inside and get a big glass of tap water. Yuck. Which is the same water. No, it has it has like chlorine and crap in it. Like gross. um, Tap water is disgusting. All right, so there's tap water. Oh, you're right. And then there's hose water. It comes out the same. But the hose sits outside. So and gets gooey's in it. Gooey. So yeah. Yeah. I survived. I mean, look at me. I'm in one piece. I don't know. I I couldn't do that. I've turned on one too many hoses and like bugs came flying out of them after a few seconds. Protein. All right. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Protein. Do you do you celebrate the Thanksgivings? Yes. Um, that what is, do you eat for Thanksgiving? So I can say this. I don't like turkey. Um, I don't either. I don't personally. either. There's wow. only been one time in my life where I had turkey that was prepared a way I liked it. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was deep I don't fried, know how they it? did it. No, it wasn't deep fried. I don't know what they did to it, but it was juicy. It tastes like ham, but it oh. was turkey. What? But other than that, I don't like turkey. Um, if you convection cook it, it typically turns out pretty good. Yeah. I just don't like how it's dry. I fe- yeah, I was about to say, turkey's dry in my opinion. I love, you can soak it in anything, but it's dry. Yeah. Um, I love corn. Um, you know, as far as, like, tr- uh, I really don't have any favorite foods. I, what I have are favorite memories of foods. Like, my great-grandmother, she would sit in her wheelchair and cook. Thanksgiving, she loved family, so she would mm. just sit in her wheelchair and, like, cook, like, like your family, Jess, would like, I mean, she would just do all the cooking right. and she would sit in her wheelchair and cook for days and 
have the family over. Like I remember the, you know, just having a lot of food for Thanksgiving, but nothing ever really stood out as kind of my favorite. I can accept corn. You've struck a memory with me. I, uh, when my great grandparents were still alive, I remember when I was a child going to their house for Thanksgiving and my great grandmother would cook all the food. And, um, she had these things that she called creamed potatoes and man, they were so good. I only had them twice a year, once on Thanksgiving, once on Christmas, and they were delicious. And I've never, ever experienced potatoes like that ever again. It's just kind of cool. I mean, she grew every, they grew all their food and it was really, it was really interesting. Talking about this, it kind of scares me thinking of something because my grandmother uh, sent out a text to everyone in the family not too long ago saying that she was ordering everything from like Cracker Barrel. And it kind of worries me because usually she cooks everything. So people start to slow down. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. One of those things. We, yeah, she, they didn't cook. I, I think there was maybe a year when I was maybe 10 or six, 10 or 11 years old when they just decided they couldn't really stand up and cook anymore. And so we started bringing the food ourselves. Actually, that was fine. You know, they, they get older and that just starts happening. That's the way life is. Things and now, start slowing down. And now us young people get to take over Thanksgiving. Hey, Chloe's got it covered with her pumpkin bread. She made some it really sounds so good, good pumpkin bread. The pumpkin bread, bread and uh, we got the mashed potatoes too. Yeah. We That's got my a, secret. a very special secret called Don't let don't. me make mashed potatoes. I won't I won't say our secret. Don't okay. say our secret. My mistake with making mashed potatoes is if my stepfather ever watches this episode, he will call me out on it. One time I made mashed potatoes and put way too much milk in it and it was soup. <laughs> it was utter potato soup. soup. Pota- yeah. Oh man. I mean it ran off the spoon. Chloe has was... a story about about mashed potatoes. Yeah, um, we don't have to share that right now. Okay. <laughs> so well that was a little bit of just I just wanted to kind of keep theming episodes. It is Thanksgiving season and there's not really it's not like Halloween where it's like spooky or Christmas. I feel like Thanksgiving gets a little bit glanced over just because, you know, you're ready for Christmas, you're ready for it to be cold. Yeah, you walk into Lowe's like or Home Depot and they've just all got the all the Christmas, Christmas stuff out. is already there. It, yeah. Halloween hadn't even passed yet. No one went to Lowe's to get I went something. On there, and I was like, what the heck? I went on there on the 28th and they had taken all the Halloween stuff out and it was just Christmas. Yeah. I was I was That confused. and was Dollar like, General the other day, their Christmas section was already like 95% gone. Wow. So with all the all the things sitting in the ocean right now, it's just... It's kind of good. This year is going to be a crazy year. Everything is going to be Christmas tree shortage. Everything is going to be like a tickle me Elmo in 1996, is what I was told by my we're mom. Have to, we're going to have to stock up early on Christmas. Yeah, stuff I know. because uh, we don't have anything. I hope nobody's expecting Christmas presents for me. <laughs> yeah, stock, stock no. up on Christmas trees. It might turn into toilet paper. I'll I'll get you some corn, Chris. How about that? Yeah, let's see. You that's said the you thing. like corn. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Buddhist. I don't have to do Christmas. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. We'll just we'll just give you a gift randomly. Yeah, we'll say get, here's no, a random gift. No gifts. I don't accept gifts on Christmas. It's fine. We'll Not send on it, Christmas. We'll, we'll send it as an Amazon package Christmas. under a random name, and you'll just hey. figure you made an account for something. Yeah, there you go. I'll get you a burger. One with everything. You know what I do? Like going back to favorite foods, it's not a Thanksgiving meal, but something that's really good. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Chloe just got it. <laughs> it's it's called Kugel, and um, what is that? It's Eric makes it. It's it's like a old family. It's a it's a Jewish dish, um, and it's like a it's kind of a dessert, but it's made with noodles and um, um, what are the little yeah? Kugel. I think I've heard of it, but I just never knew yeah, what it was. It's really good. It's one of my favorites, actually. It's not just for Thanksgiving. Eric, if you watch, make it. Yeah, we'll try it. Oh, he we'll will. try it on the show. He'll, he'll be making it soon. I've really wanted Is to find out. Is there a gluten-free version? No. No, there's no gluten-free version. No, I think I think 
Google day. means gluten in ah. Hebrew. Skip, skip day. That called a skip sounds day. legit. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> I've always wanted stuff. to figure out Just some sort of recipe with uh, with with corn, uh, like cornmeal or corn um, flour, because I've just discovered how awesome it is in chili um, to thicken chili up. And mm-hmm. really? actually, yeah. So I've been I've been making like corn flour roux, and I was just like, huh, I wonder what this tastes like. I take a little bit of just the water and corn flour, and it tastes pretty dang good because corn is like slightly sweet. So I've got to figure out some sort of dessert with with corn flour. See my. My dad used to have secret seasoning he would put in the chili, and he lost the recipe for it, and it just recently ran out. It had been in the same container since oh, I was little, wow. and he lost the recipe for it. So throughout the years, we've slowly seen it like dissipate, and it ran out this year. That's a shame. So we're like frantically searching the house to try to find it because the chili don't taste the same. Hmm. Like before, it was, I can't even it was so good. All right. We got to find it now. So this is, I know we started talking about foods and stuff, but this is the end of pop culture. Um, I hope that all of our listeners, if you have a recipe or a favorite Thanksgiving dish that you want to share with us, please share Cook it. Cook it and bring it over. Yeah. yeah. Or we'll have you on guest. as a guest in exchange for whatever Thanksgiving recipe, yeah, whatever food you bring sure. us. Yeah. That's right. So. For sure. We actually required to bring Chris random dishes to gain entry to the studio. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's something we're just used to doing. Yeah. So I absolutely. brought chili today. If you I'm always tell. here. So early. So I'm here for quality control. When you he bring just it sleeps in. out back. Yeah. That's true. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sleep behind the props right here for yeah. the other podcast. Well, thanks for listening. We still love you, bro. My name is Jess. And I'm Chris. And I'm Chloe. And I'm Grant. And uh, we, all of us except for Grant, have emails. Um, J-E-S-S-E at stillloveyabro.com. Still love ya bro with a Y-A. Chris at stillloveyabro.com. And Chloe at stillloveyabro.com. That's C-H-L-O-E. Follow us on podcast channels like uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can get your podcast. We also have an Instagram page and we have a Facebook page. Yeah, we'd appreciate a like and a share. Share it with your friends and our new listeners in Germany. We want to thank you for tuning in. We appreciate the feedback. Oh, yeah. Share us to your friends, yeah. And you thought I was going to say something like that, but I, it turned out to be you. <laughs> hey, it's okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, uh, we hope to hear you, or we hope you listen to us again on the next episode. And uh, we release every week. Um, thanks for tuning in. And uh, this has been a good one, Chris. Yeah. Okay. It's a fun little jump around. Have a good week. Have a good week. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable. Oh, moment. man. Brandon, you also told me. <laughs> And we can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Oh, man. You are going to kind of hang back. I'm just going to say no one mentioned the website. <laughs>